you know, we're the last line of defense. And really, the comedians are the last uh, the voice of truth in this whole thing. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. The Weasel. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. You may drink. You may smoke. You may interrupt. But I'm here to... F- Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. There's lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to Radio, where we smoke, we drink, and occasionally we bother people who look old and weak. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we... You know, Lauren, I sort of like the world-famous Tom Murphy to... uh, I mean, maybe he's heard this, but just in case. Longtime TV journalist Barbara Walters, dead at 93. And uh, perhaps, and, and feel free to call him World, which is his, his first name. World famous Tom Murphy, one of the great radio guys in the history of the business. And talents like this are sorely missed. But you're not missed today because you're on Outlaw Radio, my friend. And I'm glad that you're here. The very last Barbara Walters interview with Larry King seems like yesterday, but it was a few years ago. Please enjoy. Wait a minute. You didn't give me the number. Oh, here it is. Okay. okay. There you go. There yeah. she is. Uh-huh. Barbara Walters, always great to have her with us. You're always so nice to me. I love you, Larry. Do you know that? Uh, let's go to calls. Wakanda, Illinois. Hello. Barbara, what do you think of Rosie O'Donnell? Well, yeah. Rosie uh, is a very a, a different kind of, of a man. Um, he is refreshing. He seems very candid. And he is hilarious. Holland, Michigan. Hello. Hi, Barbara. How are you doing? Well, my roids are kind of acting up again. Um, What's the question? Will you tell us a secret about yourself, Barbara? Something juicy? Uh, I am gay. Wow. I always have been. Oh, wow. I thought you liked men. Everybody thinks I do. Uh, Who have you hooked up with? Beyonce. What, what, what's going on? And also, I was with two uh, uh, people uh, last night, <laughs> both uh, Hillary uh, um, Clinton and Britney Spears with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a quickie. Thanks, Barbara. So a couple things you may not have known about Barbara Walters, and I'm certain you're saddened by her death, uh, the world-famous Tom Murphy. Well, after hearing that, I'm not quite as saddened as I was. <laughs> you were? <laughs> okay. My, my saddened uh, quotient slipped into the red, you know. <laughs> it's funny, this uh, this Tom Murphy, uh, he was, when, when I, w- I was going to say a baby DJ, but I, no, I was, I was a baby. In fact, I wasn't even born when this guy was doing radio in Portland, Oregon. And you can tell I must have been born in Portland because I don't call it 
Oregon. Oh, no, and no. Only we, tourists called it Oregon. We tried to have people arrested when we called it. <laughs> yeah, it always, always, yeah. it's the, the same people that call Nevada, Nevada. Yeah. Oh, that pisses me off. That's, That's the other Coast. thing. What? That might be one of the other things you talked about. When... There, there are plenty, and it'll probably come to me before. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Cato Kalin on the show today, and we'll ask him about stealing oranges. He was on TMZ a couple days ago. Uh, but uh, it's Portland, Oregon, a place where yours truly was born so many years ago. But I grew up with a radio station called KISN, Kissin' Radio, and KGW. Uh, it, both great radio stations. And KGW, I have the weirdest friggin' the last couple years dreams about being on the air at KGW. Now, I wasn't old enough to be on the air back then, but I always loved, you know, Super 62 KGW. And everybody sort of sounded like that back in the day. Uh, except Tom Murphy, who was, uh, or is, erudite. Um, is a, not. Is a, <laughs> is not. Is a smart fella. And that's why a guy like Smith sort of rises above. Because he's a smart guy, he's a funny guy. Oh God, I'm building him up way too much now. Oh, no, go ahead, that's fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and and I've it, heard all this before, and I can live up to it. You know, trust me. <laughs> and, and, and Tom Murphy, uh, one of the greats of all time, and on KISN, you must have been only in your fifties then, right? Oh, actually, I was 19 when I started on Kissing. Yeah, so yeah. that and that's that's what we did. We were kids on the radio, and you either got good, or as my buddy Scott Shannon, program director of Z100, and just retired from uh, WCBS in New York. By the way, that's our doggy. That's our that's it's yes. We have a new arrival. Well, it's a blessing and a curse doing a show from an 1876 Virginia City Nevada style bar when you have your relatives and your dog. I think he smells my kitty. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, that's not the first time Tom said that, huh? All right. Now here's the deal. Well, not after high school. No. That was a, <laughs> okay. That was a hell of a line in high school. You know. yeah. So Tom, who who just showed up? Was that our movie star friend Elia Baskin? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. He'll be sitting next. To uh, Tom Murphy, but 19, 19 years old. Why? Why is a Tom Murphy at nineteen on the radio? Was that your first gig? It couldn't have been because that's a big market. Uh, well, actually, it started on a little carrier current station when I was in high school. You know, three and a half watts of throbbing power going right out to the power lines and right down the street. But uh, it was it was really it was kind of circumstances. Don Burden uh, was the owner of Kissin and Coil and wife mm -hmm. and um, he wanted young guys because you know you'd get you know that was Antoine Domino and right. I'm walking you know because those guys back in the day that the whole top 40 sort of thing was brand new or just coming mm -hmm. into the the graces of the audience right yeah actually um, there's a couple of different stories if you're a Todd Storrs fan then it started with well, Todd explain. And, so Todd Storrs one of these programmers correct well he owned the stations he was a station owner yeah and it's sort of a famous guy who owned a bunch of radio stations yeah. They claim that he started it in uh, in Kansas City on WHB. Right. 
And apparently he was in the Red Lion. Everybody had a Red Lion in every town, and this happened it's, to be... It's Cox. true. <laughs> anyway, he was uh, and, there. And the by, the, by the way, I shouldn't say this, but uh, they allowed underage drinking because my best buddy and I, uh, outside of Seattle, where was the Red Lion in uh, Bellevue area? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And my buddy and I, uh, and he went home with a uh, 34-year-old, you know, an old broad, because we were at, uh, 17, 18 years old. And, uh, and uh, he let me drive his car home he went back with her and uh, boy those were the days and there was a red lion and of course we were underage and uh, please continue with your story well anyway Todd uh, supposedly saw that people kept going to the jukebox and playing the same songs over and over and uh, so he said well you know if they'll put a nickel in there to play a song over and over again maybe they'll listen to my station uh, you know and, and not have to r- use the nickels so that was how he started it he then McClendon was right behind him yeah you know, and McClendon uh, guy out of uh, Texas yeah he was uh, the uh, the old Scotsman I think he called himself right which was you know well it was the 50s but anyway uh he started uh, his station. He had he had Cliff in uh, Dallas. He had KTSA in in San Antonio. Yeah, Cliff K L K L I F. What what a great top forty radio station. Oh yeah, and he yeah. had KTSA in San Antonio, which is where Chuck Bloor came from. Mm. And uh, Chuck worked for McClendon, and they hired him out here at KFWB. And of course, he you know Chuck Bloor, what a genius. Well, he was a genius in that he stole everything from McClendon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that in showbiz, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, sure is. And and. Sir Certainly in radio. Uh, This man who I, I, he mentioned that, have we met? And I I don't know if we ever met or or ever uh, talked. And it was an honor to be on the phone for about 90 minutes with this dude, just talking radio stories. And it occurred to me that I've heard air checks of him, but I don't think we have ever met. And I was wondering, how the hell did you end up in Los Angeles? Not unlike yours truly, a Pacific Northwest kid who found his way to L.A. because I hated the weather. I couldn't stand the weather. And also, you know, it's a, a big radio Smart market. Move, moving down here. Have you looked outside? <laughs> yeah, it's raining like a son of a bitch, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, it's ridiculous. But how do you make your trek from the Portland area and then Seattle, legendary radio stations, KJR, and uh, and uh, the, what was the other one? that KOL. And KOL, which is Burl Bear, who does a true crime radio show before ours. He will always pronounce it KOL, but that's the way he pronounces everything. And and it's funny. I said, so you know Burl, they work together and so on. And Burl is our resident commie. This man, no, there's no, well, about it. You're you're being kind. Yes, I am. I am. And this man, politically, we do not see eye to eye. But, and and so I mentioned to Tom on the phone, I said, so I I don't know if you're going to like my politics because I don't tend to be a snowflake or on the left. And you said... Well, good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you can count on me to show up today. And uh, here I am. Yeah, and, uh, was yeah. he here? Is he still here? What, Burl? Oh, yeah. Did he get to say hi? Yeah, yeah I think Did he's Did he gone. have to go? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, no. His, yeah, his mind left him years ago. Yeah, he's checked out mentally a long <laughs> but, time ago. Yeah, he'll eat uh, half a piece of a breasted chicken and then not know what he was doing <laughs> or, or why that that's... Why is there a half-eaten piece of chicken? Because you ate it, Burl. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the old days with Burl in Seattle. Oh, you know, really? He, has, he, so, he hasn't really progressed very much. <laughs> <laughs> but he won't, But you got to admit, the legendary Burl Bear raised on records, born to rock and roll, he was, uh, he was a dapper man, right? You could see him in show business or on the big screen or on television. Do you remember that guy? Me? Yes. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I used to see him often, like, every day when he'd, yeah. he'd follow me on the air. But you also have that look. You all, you have that TV journalist look. Oh, the, yeah. hair's, the hair held on. You know, that's, the, <laughs> that's the whole deal there. Because I, I tell you what, man, I, I want to be this guy when, when I grow up. I mean, I, I, I don't see it happening. No, you don't. Trust no, me. You, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> it's not that good a deal. So so how, how does a world-famous Tom Murphy make it from the great Pacific Northwest with the worst weather? Did did you hate the weather as much as I did? I just I didn't know anything else. You know, I mean, I I was not born in Portland, but we moved out uh, when I was three. Yeah. And uh, it seems like uh, from that point on, it rained every day. You know. Yeah. So, so yeah. I didn't uh, didn't give it a lot of thought. I was a little disappointed in Seattle because they kept saying, you know, hey, it's sunnier in Seattle. No, it wasn't. No, uh, no, it's not. That was not true. No, no, Never. that's a that's a big lie. Yeah. What Elia Elia Baskin? I saw the sun in Seattle. I mean, I you really you were did. there. It happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Elia everybody was on the street. By the way, Elia Baskin, one of the great movie stars of all time. You know uh, that uh, your appearance in Black Hawk Down, one of my favorites. What am I? That's the movie I didn't. Oh, you weren't in Black Hawk Down? Okay. <laughs> that's always been my motto as an actor. Never do a helicopter film. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Not smart. Yeah. Well, Elia Baskin, you know him from uh, Two Moon Junction, of course. Not not in that movie. Okay. Elia was in... It's a whole list of the movies that haven't been in it. The great Elia Scaramooch. That's that's why I was invited, right, Laurie? Right to, to get insulted. Uh, I mean, Elia, <laughs> Elia Baskin was in significant movies. Uh, Moscow and the Hudson. He played uh, second to Robin Williams, who was, as we've learned from Elia, a dear, dear man. Yeah, right? everybody seemed to like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah didn't, didn't me included. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and you were brilliant in that movie. I mean, you, no one could see you act, even though you were acting in scenes as an actor, as a clown, and a juggler. And uh, but you don't juggle in real life, do you? I used to. Oh, you did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, now if if I pull, I'm getting old. If I pulled down my pants and made balloon animals, would you be impressed by that? Right. Oh, Let's just move no, on. No, you know, I what? used to see that all the time <laughs> that, in the old neighborhood. Is that right? On, Tom? Ra- on, on radio, right? Yeah, that was <laughs> crazy Zach. You know, we loved him. But of course, yeah. Hey, Zach, do some animals for us. He, was, <laughs> he was the guy with the nutty eyes, yeah, right? right? Yeah. They all, they all had nutty eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, rem- I remember that kid. I, I noticed nobody smokes here. Is it okay oh, if are. I let it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, yeah of Is it okay with you, Tom? 
Oh no, I quit, and now of course I'll probably be smoking by the time you <laughs> yeah. you'll so, get through with that. Of no, course, I'm fine. of I'm course, Elia. Okay. Yeah, Elia yeah. oh, yeah. Baskin. Don't ever forget, you're a big movie star. You, I, I'm big, but I don't know. What you can do, are. you can do anything you want. We were mentioning this Texas Ranger episode that oh, you were yeah. in. You were in two of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Walker, but, Texas Ranger. Yeah, but the what the one that was beyond friggin' belief, the funniest of all time is you're this. Russian dude, and you're a detective. That was a stretch, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Who would know? Russian or dude? <laughs> right. Both. Both. All right. Who would ever think it? But you were you were obsessed with was it Schwarzenegger or Clint Eastwood? Uh, you were obsessed with with Chuck the, Norris. Chuck. Well, no, no, no. Because Chuck. Of was course, Walker starred in the TV show, but you were obsessed with. Uh, I think it was Clint. You don't remember what the hell you played? You played this guy who was uh, sort of into. I, the- I do, but it was not a famous actor, but a very good guy. Now uh, he was from Poland. Oh, now he's okay. back in. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And funny as friggin' hell. And that's one of the great things about Elia Baskin. He can do drama. He can do uh, comedy. You played with Sean. I can do nothing. <laughs> you can, no. And enjoy it. And, and really great. You're in the right spot. Yeah. It's always good. He was, uh, he, he played uh, in a movie called Name of the Rose with Sean Connery. You, you worked with the great friggin' James Bond, Sean Connery who was no stranger to uh, getting as much nookie as this man... Okay, I shouldn't say that. No, no, no. But Poon, I mean, Poontang. You, 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 you would get. Oh, that's you would really yeah. lose him as a friend if you mentioned him as a James Bond. I mean, he hated it. He did. It. He hated that. He didn't like it. Yeah, he was beyond that. I mean, uh, at that time. Not, not the first one. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a good move. Oh, no. but <laughs> no, he really. I mean, when somebody would say James Bond, he'd really get mad. And see, I don't understand that. I don't understand that man. It put him on the map. I mean. It, he was he was not a well-known uh, movie star before James Bond. All right, so it did the job, but then uh, he wanted to move right. on. To but a, but he, Elia has mentioned that that in his get-togethers with Sean Connery, and of course, uh, that movie took how long to shoot? Name of the Rose. Uh, the whole movie, I uh, mo- I spent there like three months. Right. But uh, the whole movie was like four, four and a half. So you time. spent a lot of time with Sean Connery. Yeah. And then and then you would visit bars afterwards, and he was no stranger yeah. to quaffing a cocktail or two, right? Yeah. Right. And the women, my God, they would they would throw themselves onto his face, would they not? <laughs> Would they? Would they not? I mean, euphemistically speaking, Tom. I mean, just go well, with please, me. Please, you know. I, We're also on terrestrial radio, but this is. Accepted. I was only recently confirmed. You know, I'm exactly. trying to watch my step. Is that right? World famous. Tom, by the way, you can call this a radio legend. Uh, world. World is fine. Yeah, world is fine, Elia. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I made that up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But somebody, somebody in your camp or a program director, there's a story about someone said he really. 
really believes that, right, about you, that he is world famous. Somebody said that about you. Well, I'm trying to think of somebody I didn't like. Ken Cole. <laughs> oh, you know, good, I yeah. I cared for him very much. So, yeah, he had believed it. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he said, uh, yeah, this Tom Murphy, he really believes it, that he's uh, world famous. Where did the world famous come from? I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You know. Well, so many restaurants have stolen that moniker. Yeah, here the, in town, Tommy's world famous burger. Yeah. My ass. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Burger that's world famous. What is that? Yeah, what is that? I know. I just did. You know, Pat O'Day was the one who. Uh, I was in Seattle by this time. I didn't do it in Portland, and uh, I just started saying world famous. And Larry Lujak liked that because he was he and I were together at KJR. So yeah. he used to say, "Hey, fame, get in here." You know, we uh, cut it down to just fame. You know, man. When, when I hear the when I hear the name Larry Lujak, it just uh, it it warms my heart. One of the radio legends who I have looked up to for many, 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 many years. Um, he would. He could tell a story, and it was all about attitude with yeah. this man. It was all well, Larry attitude. was really pretty much the same. Most DJs are really the same often on the air. I mean, you you know, you yeah. accent things and right. stuff. But Larry was uh, Larry was like that. He was he was he was one of my best friends. I mean, he got me into Chicago at CFL, and the uh, John Rook was putting together a format. Which was kind of too bad because it was really a pretty good format. But then he was running into the consultant, you know. Right. Well, you got to do this and you got to do this and you can't do this. Well, finally ended up it was just another stuff, you know, hit hit format as right. opposed to something good. Right. But Larry uh, was always, uh, you know, anxious to to get me in with that. So John and I had a nice conversation. We were all set, but it just kind of fell apart, which Not things a, do. You know. World uh, famous Tom Murphy. Not a year goes by. That I, that I don't play this clip. And by the way, I do a pretty good uh, Larry Lujak, not one to boast. W- I'll let you know. WCFL, the voice of labor. Yeah. 722. Low Uncle Lair. <laughs> this is a clip, and I bring this up because you know that this global warming is a money grab, son of a bitch, made up piece of crap. You know that, Tom. Well, yes. Yes. Said very similar things, you know. (laughs) This is 1972 ish on WLS, and it's Larry Lujak speaking to global cooling, I believe, at that that time. That was the thing. And I don't understand in my wildest imagination how folks with even half a brain in there can't figure what this thing is truly about. It's a money grab. It's about control and changing your life. Because these people know better. Did you find it, Laura? I'm working on it. It's Lair. It's uh, Lou J- I think it's Larry. Or it's Lair. It's Lair. Just L-A-R. E-I-E-I-O. He sometimes would say Larry Lujak, you know. And he, yeah, you know, Uncle Larry. Old Uncle Larry, yeah. Yeah, but it was... But, oh, you know, I found it. It was attitude. And nobody has that on the air these days. Nobody has that attitude. Everybody's uh, Ryan Seacrest and with absolutely nothing to say. All right, this is uh, Larry, a man that, that World Famous worked with, and I'm in your presence. I love this. Go, Laura. Take another touch tone next hour for some more Yes Concert tickets. Late morning edition of the Chief Trashy Showbiz Report. And 
Larry Lujak's Animal Stories, all in the next hour here at WLS. It's 8.54. Good morning. I'm Jeff Hendricks. And I'm Catherine Johns. WLS News. Got... There apparently is trouble around the corner for Spaceship Earth. A Massachusetts physicist has looked over all the data and doesn't like what he sees happening around the year 2000. Oceanographer William Jenkins says the polar ice caps are melting sooner and faster than expected. And that means the Earth may be racked with floods, monsoons, and heat waves devastating to food production in the coming century. There could be widespread death and starvation. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a proponent of the so-called greenhouse theory, which states the Earth is warming up because pollution is trapping heat in the atmosphere. And this is by the year 2000 that... Uh... That all of this is about to come to pass, he says. He being uh, Bill Jenkins. I think it was $50,000 a month. Okay, that's that's, that's that Wilson story. That's enough, yeah, Lord. The deal, the deal with O'Leary, this is like 1972, and they're talking about this. By the year 2000, it will be floods, devastation, we will all be dead. This has been going on for years. But just a little note about Larry Lujak. I love that he was never afraid of dead air. Never afraid of a pregnant pause. He recalled, I recalled him saying it was dramatic pause. And he was afraid of global warming. <laughs> you could tell he wasn't afraid of nothing. He wasn't afraid of any manager of PD, not no. when he was handing them those kind of numbers. Yeah, you know? yeah. Chicago, great radio. All right, we got a lot to get to. We'll be this after back on the big dog. And I'm Larry Lou Jack on Outlaw Radio. On YouTube, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. Listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.